Ryan Horvath, Nick Ashew. So Michael Jordan has agreed to sell the Hornets out of nowhere. There were no rumors, no reports, nothing. Agreed to sell the Hornets after 13 years as an owner and one of the longest and most horrible stretches for a franchise besides the time that he was in charge of the Washington Wizards, which was also really, really bad. Here's the thing, Ryan. Yeah. Michael Jordan as an owner. Let's let's tell a quick story here, okay? Here's Michael Jordan as an owner, and by the way, making a lot of player personnel decisions as well. So we'll say de facto GM on top of this. <clears throat> yeah, I kind of want to go over every draft pick and yeah. every signing. I really do, too. Let's. How about this? You bring those up, look at the team, while I have his resume here. Here's Michael Jordan's resume as an owner slash decision maker. Never advanced past the first round of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Well, LeBron did that. Never finished higher than sixth in the East. Fifth least profitable team on the money line during that entire span. A $100 better will be down $5,000. Not only that, zero finals appearances, zero conference finals appearances, zero semifinal appearances, zero first round series one. Also drafted Kemba Walker, which... Actually, I would say it was probably one of his better ones, but not that great. As I said, the draft pick was maybe okay. I would have drafted they didn't win. Kemba too. I would okay, maybe I would have drafted Kemba. I will I will erase the Kemba from that. Yeah, so we, got, we'll we, take got, the, we got plenty more to go with with MJ. But here's what I will say. Adam Morrison was the was the worst decision, obviously. LeBron James is a better general manager than Michael Jordan. And because of that, when you take that and add it in, LeBron is the better player than Michael Jordan. Boom! There you go. Just like that, we've settled the argument. Just like that. LeBron has built championship teams. He's been the general manager. He did it in Miami. He did it in Cleveland. Last time I checked, those were all LeBron James teams. So the fact that he built them up and Michael Jordan can't build a team that gets past the first round, I'm sorry. I guess we just make the better general manager, LeBron James, better basketball mind, Michael or LeBron James. And you know what? Better player, LeBron James. It all comes together. I, I don't know if I could go better. Well, okay, better overall player. Jordan was the better scorer. Jordan's yes. the go. But yeah. uh you waver on that all the time though. Just well, LeBron's just overall like a better basketball player, like a better rebounder, a better facilitator. But if I had to pick one of them, I would go Jordan ten times out of ten. Like I get a player for the finals, mm-hmm. I'm going Jordan. He just refused to lose. He was never going to lose. But if I want an unselfish teammate, a better playmaker, I would go LeBron. Again, I just like compare LeBron more to like a Magic Johnson, Jordan and Kobe. So he drafted Kwame Brown. That was obviously for the Wizards. He traded Gerald Wallace, which at the time was a bad decision. He drafted Adam Morrison, which, though, Adam Morrison was a hell of a player at Gonzaga. He really mm-hmm. was. But that was a terrible draft pick. And he had, you know, knee problems. Uh, he traded Okafer, Emeka Okafer, six years, $72 million. That's how much they that cost the Bob, the Bobcats when they re-signed him. Oh, the Bobcats. And then he immediately just traded him, if you remember, for Tyson Chandler which yep. at the time was not a good trade. That wasn't the Tyson Chandler that ended up winning the championship. He drafted DJ Augustine, uh, ninth overall in the 2008 draft. I forgot he went that high. That's crazy. Um, yeah. I mean, it wasn't a good run for Jordan. I will say, I mean, the LaMelo pick, solid, right? Yeah, the LaMelo pick was good. Kemba Walker was good. I was kind of joking when I said Kemba Walker, only because that was sent to me. Zach sent me that part, that list in a tweet. It was more of a troll tweet than anything else of the zero conference finals appearances and all that. But no, it's... How did he make it this long? Uh, just because of his name? Because he's Michael Jordan. Jordan. Well, remember, he's the owner. It's not like he's just a general manager, but he's an owner that's calling the... Sh- if Michael Jordan comes to you and says, I really like this guy, I think he's a talent, 
it's kind of hard to argue with him, even though he doesn't have much of a resume there. Yeah, you would just think that, like, eventually, like after a decade, somebody would step in and be like, "Dude, you have run this organization, this franchise, into the ground. We watched the Last Dance. Your eyes literally got more red every episode." Like Jordan's, I love Jordan. I'll always, I'll always love Jordan. He's kind of a mess right now. Yeah, not as big of a mess as Scottie Pippen, who just can't get over the fact that. You know, Jordan didn't mention him enough in the last right. dance, and his son, you know, now well, does that things too. with his wife, yeah, which is yeah. still, like, the weirdest thing ever to me. Like, because just, just growing up a huge Bulls fan, the fact that, like, if you would have told nine-year-old Horvat <laughs> that Michael Jordan's son would be dating Scottie Pippen's wife, <laughs> my mind would have been freaking blown. Because growing up, I thought they were best friends. My dad would always tell me, he's like, Jordan doesn't have friends. Everybody hates Jordan. Yeah. Like, he told me the Steve Kerr story. Because that wasn't, like, all over the place. You know what I mean? There was no social media. So, like, when Jordan would go to AC or when Rodman would be, like, you know, all over the place in Vegas, I mean, you kind of knew about it, but it wasn't all over the place. So I always thought, like, Jordan and Pippen were best friends. And, uh, yeah, you know, people in Chicago were like, no, no, they, they don't really get along. Now they really don't get along. But, man, like, the doubt, like, the, these old, like, the old school NBA players that I still worship, they're all kind of a mess when you think about it, man. Like, all these dudes. They're all upset watching all the young guys get all the attention. And they can't get over themselves. Like, you know what I mean? Like, a lot of them. Okay, so, like, Barkley and MJ were best friends. Mm -hmm. Now they don't like each other. Somebody owes somebody money. You know that. I'm going to go with Barkley said it was because he kept money. Barkley, like, said stuff about him on TV or something, right? But didn't that hurt the situation, too? Yeah. I thought the Barkley was, like, trying to squash the beef. MJ's probably a very spiteful person. Yeah, I would would think so, yeah. But, like, look at all these guys. Like, Isaiah Thomas. Everybody's kind of all these old heads are kind of a mess when you think about it, man. And they're all, all these just, 90s guys. They're all just angry. Yeah. They're all angry at where it is. But at least listen, Jordan was certainly a bad owner, but he was not nearly as bad as plenty of other owners that we've had around sports. Not Dan Snyder. Not as bad as Dan Snyder. Oh man. You, okay, I mean Not as bad as Donald Sterling. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah. I thought you meant like as, as a decision maker. Well, I mean, you mean as a human being? The, yeah, but, but also just, yeah, how the how the things were even run. Like it's it's yeah. even, you know, there was, I saw Sean Livingston. Remember Sean Livingston was the fourth overall pick by the Clippers. Oh, yeah. Long time away. He was on the Up and Smoke podcast. I want to say it was like a day or two ago. Or it was out a day or two ago. We played it was. against him in high school. He had like 37 points at the half. I mean, he we was were just, down to 80. He was incredible. I'm not kidding. Like 80 points yeah, in that game. Yeah. He was absolutely incredible. He was 120. He yeah. was six, six, seven. <laughs> Everybody thought he was going to be the next Magic Johnson, and he couldn't stay healthy. Yeah. Uh, and that knee injury to this day, I can't get out of my Did head. Did have a good run with the Warriors, though, which was Did. awesome to see because I thought his career was just over. Yeah. If he stayed healthy, man, he would have been yep. tremendous. So yeah. when, when he got drafted by the Clippers, Donald Sterling was owning the team then. And they didn't have a practice facility because he was so cheap. Yeah. They practiced at uh, the community college nearby. And it was so bad, a guy's car got broken into. They'd leave the back door open to keep an eye on their stuff. He said it was, like, worse than what college gave you in terms of resources. Like, you thought you'd get more, it's the NBA, and instead you're practicing at a community college and people's stuff is getting stolen. Yeah, terrible human being. He was a horrible person. A horrible owner. Yeah. So you go to those levels where it's so much. The big thing is this. Own a team. Don't get involved in the day-to-day decisions. Exactly. Don't get involved in the player decisions. Don't get involved in any of that. Own the team. Talk to the people that run the front office. Talk to the people that run game day operations. All of those things. But don't sit here and tell the people that you hired that you think are smart because these are your hires. You say, help build me a winner, and then tell them what to do. Yeah. If you hire smart people, 
Let them do their job. That separates the good owners from the bad owners. Oh, yeah. Like, owners, general. But, like, the former players, and, I mean, I know, like, Jeter didn't own the team, but still, like, Miami, he was a mess. It's like a lot of these guys, you just think because they're names. It's Jeter. It's Michael Jordan, you know? He's got to know game. He's got to know ball. But, yeah, they don't, though. That's the thing. Like, think of Phil Jordan Jackson never, as a, Jordan as a never, team president. Yeah. Phil Jackson was terrible with the Knicks. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. You know what I mean? Like, he had no business making... The, the, he had no business making decisions other than the decisions that needed to be made on the floor. And uh, I, I'll always love Phil, but, I mean, he coached two of the most talented teams ever. Those Lakers teams, those Bulls teams were just ridiculously good. You had Shaq and Kobe and you know, Jordan and Pippen. But, yeah, there was no reason that he needed, he needed to be making basketball decisions. It's a lot of times, too, it's like when great players try to coach or be general managers or any of these things, they don't understand why the players – that they drafted or they're coaching or they're involved can't do what they did. Like, mm-hmm. they don't... Right. They just can't comprehend it. I don't think Tom Brady would be a great coach. No. He just was able to see things and do things that nobody else could. A lot of times, you look at it, and it's not the best players. These are the bad ones, that you have, know? Yeah, that have, that, because they understand how to relate to everybody. Right. Like, Kellen Moore, at one time, was considered a good play caller, but he was never considered to be a good quarterback once he left Boise State. You know what I mean? But, like, he held the clipboard. He was a backup quarterback. And that's usually what you see, man, because... Those guys are there every week to prepare the scout or, you know, to, to, to prepare the first team defense. They're running the scout team, and so they're good football minds. That's why some of these guys hang on for so long. I almost threw Colt McCoy out there as an example, but Colt McCoy is going to probably be the Arizona Cardinals starting quarterback week one, so I won't use him as an example. He's a, he's a Washington legend, so. But, you know, you're, there's all those guys, like a Chase, uh, Chase Daniel. You know what I mean? It's like, how does this guy keep finding work? Or, you know, like Chad Henney, he's been in the league forever. Mm-hmm. Made some plays, actually, when he had to this year, when he had to go in there for Mahomes in that playoff game. But, yeah, I mean, those are the kind of guys that could end up being good coaches, I think. You know, like like um, like um Pat Riley was never the best player. No. He was a scrappy player. Mm-hmm. But he was a great coach. And, look, Phil Jackson was a great coach. He just wasn't, wasn't a, a good player. team president and wasn't a great player. He yeah. was, you know, it was just an average player. And you get that a lot. Jason Kidd. One of the best point guards the NBA's ever seen. One of the worst coaches. Horrible coach. Yeah, except for last year, he did a pretty damn good no, job. No, Luca did the job. I, I think, yeah, I think Luca did that. I Let's think we be realized it was Jalen Brunson who is a big time player trying Brunson. to get the bag, and Luca. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Can we now admit that Jason Kidd is just a bad coach and stop hiring him? Like, I think it's time. Yeah. I, I mean, mean, I knew that in Milwaukee. I was oh, never a Jason man. Kidd I remember guy, when they man. fired him, and I was like, well, that's not surprising because the Nets basically said, you want him? Here you go. Yeah. Go ahead and have him. Yeah. The best thing Jason Kidd has ever done as a head coach is get the extra time out, getting the spilled water on the court. That's the, the best thing he's ever done. At least you know he wanted to win. The best Jason Kidd Did moment. He the best Jason <laughs> Kidd moment was when I talked Bart Winkler into just text messaging Jason Kidd, who he had his number because when he was the coach of the Bucks, he would come on every once in a while. And we knew that he really wanted another coaching gig. So Bart texted him, and he just said, how do you beat the Warriors? And he said, who is this? And then literally five seconds later, you saw the dot, dot, dot on the iPhone, and he goes, first you have to believe that you could beat him. <laughs> he probably thought, who the hell is this? And then thought, oh, no, what if this is a pop quiz? This is a general manager. This is an owner, and I got a coaching gig. You know, they're, they're trying to test me here. So he got, like, all excited and started texting him. That was that was a great Jason Kidd story. That is, who is this? And then doesn't even wait doesn't for the response. Wait. First, you have to believe you could beat him. <laughs> and that was his answer. Like, That was the only part of the answer? Yeah, like, he, he, like, kept going on, and then I think he just stopped. Did he ever write anything else? Did Bart Winkler ever write anything else back? No, I think he I think he got nervous and just left him alone after that. <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. Jason oh, Kidd. Oh, man. 
Well, first, you got to believe you could beat the Warriors. Who is this? Dot, Maybe dot, in dot. a couple years, the Hornets will be a decent team. Draft Brandon Miller. Yeah. Got LaMelo Ball. Better you know, draft Brandon Better Miller. ownership. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's, sometimes it just takes it takes somebody at the top that lets the smart people do their job after you hire them. Probably should fire Steve Clifford, though. Yeah. Not a very good head coach. Tried it once. Don't know why they brought him back again. He's one of those guys that like just keeps getting jobs, and I don't understand how. You're like, it didn't work the first time, <laughs> yeah, and now like, it's nothing, worse. It's going to change. You know like, what I mean? Wh- that's just nobody else wants the job. Right. So Jay Kassan going to join us next. Some baseball with him. Bet MGM tonight.